You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, I hope you're having a positive Employment Rights Week. This week, we're looking at the arrangements for dealing with bullying and harassment at work as people start returning to the workplace in greater numbers. Research shows that at least one in four workers experience some form of bullying or harassment at work. But oftentimes, workers are unclear that from an employment rights position, bullying and harassment are defined differently and are addressed in different parts of employment law. Bullying would generally be addressed via your employment rights as held in the Employment Rights Act 1996, whereas harassment is part of discrimination law and would therefore be addressed via the Equality Act 2010. Bullying is generally behaviour by an individual or a group that is repeated over time and is intended to hurt another individual or a group either physically or emotionally. Bullying can also extend to a variety of different types of behaviour or treatment at work and is normally defined as the use of force, threat or coercion that is intended to abuse, intimidate or aggressively dominate individuals or a group of workers. Bullying at work can also be repeated And because of that, it can be experienced as a habit that you're getting used to at work and that workers have become used to navigating or trying to avoid, like trying to avoid that person when you go to the kitchen or when you're in a meeting. It's that kind of avoidance. And there's a strong body of research that shows that workers get used to bullying well, environments. Of a specific nature and rather than linked the bully to being you dealt belonging with at work, to a specific workers learn how to get through the working group. day by trying to stay out of the way of the bully. But this does not excuse the bully, and avoiding the bully is not a survival strategy that can work long term. Harassment, on the other hand, is defined differently and is the extended or unwanted treatment or behaviour towards an individual because that individual belongs to a protected characteristic group. Now, remember, we spoke about protected characteristic groups in episode two of the podcast. And you can go back and re-listen to that podcast to get a refresher of the key points about protected characteristics, if this will help. Now, harassment has the purpose or effect of violating an individual's dignity or creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating or offensive environment for that individual in the workplace. Together, 
Bullying and harassment is behaviour that makes someone feel intimidated or offended and oftentimes the terms are used interchangeably. So sometimes some will say that they feel like they're being harassed at work when they really mean that they feel like they're being bullied and vice versa. But it's important to note that in employment rights terms, the two are different and would therefore require different challenges both via your employer's internal grievance procedures and also if you intend to challenge your employer because of that treatment at an employment tribunal. So examples of bullying and harassment at work could include things like spreading malicious rumours about you or someone else or insulting someone verbally or by the way that person is treated or creating a hostile environment against you or excluding you or victimising you, treating you unfairly, being overbearing in supervision of you, or misusing power or position or abuse of authority against you, which you feel violates your dignity. Then there's unwelcome sexual advances, including touching, displaying sexual materials or asking for sexual favours making threats or comments about your job security without foundation or blocking opportunities for you to do your job or to progress in your job or career, overloading you with work or constantly criticising you, preventing you from progressing at work by blocking training or promotion opportunities for you or demoting you unfairly, Then there's abuse and bullying or harassment online or unwanted approaches and even stalking or injuring you at work or making offensive or intimidating comments. All of these are examples and there are more, but these are the main ones in the round. Now, right at the off, every employer has a duty of care towards their workers and in relation to bullying and harassment you're entitled to work in an environment where you are protected from experiencing bullying or harassment but if one in four workers experience some form of bullying or harassment that's eight million workers who have experienced these forms of treatment in the last five years and the numbers are growing. So what can you do if you experience bullying or harassment at work? Well, in the initial stages, you're likely to question yourself and whether what you think or feel you are experiencing is really happening or whether your understanding of what is happening is correct. In these early stages, when you're trying to put a name to what may be happening at work, it's good practice to keep a written record of what may be happening to you. That way, you're not accusing anyone or doing anything when you're unsure about what's actually going on. But what you are doing is keeping a record of dates, times, who was involved and what happened, so that if you need to refer to these incidents in a future complaint, you have all the benefits of relying on your record of the incidents rather than trying to recall things from memory. If you're able to, you can try and speak to the person concerned. 
It could be that they're not aware of their conduct or they're not aware of the impact of their conduct or behaviour on you. However, if you're going to do this, we would advise that you take someone with you to witness the conversation so that if you have to take action later, you have someone who could support your experiences and the actions you took to try to resolve your concerns. And they would also be able to witness the response of the person you're speaking to. However, if the treatment you're receiving is serious enough in both behaviour or the impact of the treatment on you, you shouldn't wait to tell someone what's happening. And you should not wait to put in a formal complaint about the treatment. A formal complaint is called a grievance and it puts the employer on notice that action needs to be taken to formally resolve a dispute that has arisen. In this case, the dispute would be between you, the victim, and the bullier or harasser. After you've made that complaint, if your employer then doesn't resolve your grievance in a satisfactory way, both bullying and harassment could feature in a claim to an employment tribunal. For bullying, a claim to a tribunal could be made as part of a breach of contract claim or a constructive dismissal claim if, let's say, you left your job because of the treatment. The information about your treatment at work for a constructive dismissal claim could be used to demonstrate your employer's treatment of you leading up to you feeling that you had no choice but to leave your job because of the treatment. Bullying and harassment could also form part of your claim for an unfair dismissal claim to a tribunal if you felt that your employer treated you so badly at work or didn't protect you at work and then dismissed you from your job without good reason. Now, of course, with a constructive dismissal claim or an unfair dismissal claim, you wouldn't have the right to bring such a claim to a tribunal until you've worked for your employer for two years. And of course, your employment would need to have ended to bring those types of claims. So you couldn't still be working for the employer and bring a constructive dismissal or unfair dismissal claim. If you have less than two years of service, however, the bullying you've experienced could really only form part of the background information to a case that you might bring against your employer for wrongful dismissal, for which there is no time limit. So you could be working for your employer for a week. And if this treatment is treatment that forced you to leave your job, you could bring a claim of wrongful dismissal. Now, with these types of claims, there generally isn't much mileage in them, meaning the damages you're likely to receive are pretty low because the period of work, if less than two years, doesn't have much weight in the case. And what you're likely to win at a tribunal is any wages owing to you plus any payment of notice pay that you may have lost by being forced out of your job. Bringing a claim to a tribunal for harassment under the Equality Act is just a little bit more complex. 
after first demonstrating that you belong to a protected characteristic group, which is a requirement under the Act, an employment tribunal will then expect you to show that the harassing treatment you've received is covered under the Act in at least one of three distinct areas. You would have to show that the conduct towards you was unwanted and was directed at you because you belong to a protected characteristic group. Or that the unwanted conduct towards you was of a specific nature linked to you belonging to a specific protected characteristic group. Or that you were treated worse than your colleagues the legal term for which is called less favourable treatment, that you were treated worse because you rejected the conduct towards you or indeed that you felt you had to submit to the unwanted behaviour or unwanted behaviour related to your protected characteristic status because you felt you had no choice or because of the situation that the employer or your colleague placed you in. Now, one additional point to note is that the behaviour you're complaining about doesn't have to be directly focused at you. And what that means is that it could be that you overhear your colleagues behaving in an offensive or harassing manner and that you felt affected by that. That is also something you can complain about to your employer or complain about to an employment tribunal. Now, as a reminder, these types of claims to an employment tribunal need to be submitted within three months minus one day of the last incident you are complaining about. And that's it for this week. The key point to remember in this week's episode is that you should not put up with bullying or harassment. And the way to break free from this treatment is to tell someone. If the information in this podcast resonates for you and you want to raise a grievance, then included in the podcast notes for this episode are some grievance templates that you can use to help you with this. Just scroll down to the bottom of the notes and press the See More button and you'll see the live links that will take you to some helpful grievance support templates and some helpful information. I hope the information is useful to you and remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the podcast where you can leave a review. That would really help us to push the podcast up so it's visible to people who are looking for it and need the support. On a final note, Don't forget to access our free grievance downloads, which you'll find in the links. We'll be here next week where we'll dive into another podcast dealing with everything employment rights and the job. Have a great week and thanks for listening. Bye for now.